Welcome everyone to the e-commerce, e-commerce made simple podcast. I'm Jerome, your host. I'm the CEO and the founder of e-commerce, the agency which helps brand expand on e-commerce and specifically Amazon. The last session of this podcast, we were talking with Christopher Koo about from Koo Commerce about automating the business and scaling the vendor business. Today, we'll be talking on another aspect which is very important for larger brands. It's the famous AVS services, Amazon Vendor Services, which Amazon offers to brand to uh, expand their business. And they offer the service, it's quite expensive for vendors, so a brand selling to Amazon. And when Amazon is selling, uh, when the sales is done by Amazon to the end consumer, and Amazon is offering a support team in turn in, inside their own team called Amazon Vendor Services. All the big brands which are listening to that podcast will know about it because Amazon will have tried to sell that to them. And we will go through in that uh, podcast about, okay, does it make sense? What are the pros and the cons? Should you use AVS or should you use an agency or should you use both? Uh, what are the uh, really important points or key points when it makes sense and when it doesn't make sense? My guest is uh, Christian Fisher, who uh, is part of the e-commerce team and has been a, leader, a team lead of the AVS team here in Amazon Luxembourg. So he comes with a lot of insights and a lot of knowledge of uh, okay, what it takes, why it makes sense, or why in some cases it probably doesn't make sense. So it's a really interesting session. Um, and I know that's a topic for larger brands, which is very much uh, discussed upon. And the knowledge uh, generally is... Uh, Uh, not so big on that specific topic so enjoy that there are a lot of learnings and if you have any questions on AVS and and going further please do uh, reach out to us on ecommerce.com enjoy the show so good evening everyone uh, great to be with you tonight again on one of our uh, webinars uh, today we're going to talk about uh, a strange acronym, which is AVS, which anyone ha having a rather larger vendor account will uh, know about. And uh, we have today uh, someone who's quite special and knows a bit, quite a bit about AVS, uh, and we'll get to learn uh, why and how. So first, is we tr we'd like to start with a fun fact. I know your fun fact, which is quite fun. So go ahead, Chris and. The fun fact that I like to share quite a lot is um, that I used to be, back in the young days, I used to be playing tennis professionally and um, I had the chance to give a private tennis lesson to Bill Gates, which is, uh, yeah, I consider a fun fact. Yeah, how, how young or how old were you at that time? At that time, uh, I think I was 19, 18 or 19, something around that. Um, so yeah, it was it was uh, very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, and you got a picture out of it, right? Yeah, I did. I did. And you so. still have to share that. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Okay, and in on the professional or more less fun uh, part, what? So how? What, what's your short story, and why is it relevant for you to talk about AVS today? My short story, uh, so the short intro about myself is basically that I'm uh, obviously part of Ecomas, uh, which is an Amazon agency. Uh, I'm in, in charge of um, 
the mid to large uh, enterprise companies when it comes to Amazon. Uh, previous to that, I've been uh, actually directly uh, inside of uh, the big beast, uh, Amazon, and uh, I was part of the vendor management team and also part of the AVS uh, team lead team, developing also the new services of AVS. So this is why I'm actually here in order to discuss uh, the Amazon vendor services. So let's let's dive into it. How would you best describe what, what is AVS in, in a few words? Uh, AVS, um, in order to describe it quite easily, is basically a person that um, supports you from the inside of Amazon. It's, it's a dedicated person that is dedicated specifically to your account and is supporting you on your growth, like obviously focused on Amazon. Okay. And uh, so why, a bit of history, why did Amazon develop AVS? What was the idea behind it? Did you, did you, did they share that or do you know that? Um, well, the actual idea behind that is um, how to make a little bit of extra money. Uh, uh, and then the other... Uh, I thought it was is, a charity. That's very funny. Yeah. Uh, and the other fact is uh, that there was a lot of complaining from vendors that um, the vendor managers are very busy and there's not enough service and not enough to offer. So that's why they've developed that uh, ABS service in order to actually have somebody uh, dedicated to the brand and to support them uh, on special needs and give them that special assistance. Okay. Uh, and so uh, they say, okay, uh, we're going to develop something, make a bit of money out of it and, and try to address the need of people getting better support because as we all know on Amazon, the support sometimes is difficult to get. And uh, why? So that's, the reason for, for Amazon to create it, why would uh, brands uh, take on uh, AVS or go onto AVS? What would be the good like reason for, for uh, that? That's a good question. So uh, what I like to always say, uh, what AVS is good for is, number one is uh, foundation. So if you have a weak foundation on Amazon and you are actually getting AVS, it's a very good start in order to create a base uh, that you need in order to improve your content on, in order to improve your supply chain with that ABS uh, corresponding and working in order to solve um, problems that might need to uh, need, need some special assistance and actually have a, yeah, like an internal contact that can um, reach out also to other uh, teams in order to fix certain things quicker. That's more or less the, the main points I would say why somebody would invest it's the, the, the brand growth that you're investing in. And when you're talking about foundations, uh, could we dive into a bit? What do you mean by uh, foundations? So I understand you, you said it's about content. What, how would you define having the right foundations? Uh, so at the beginning, the AVSs always do uh, kind of like an account audit and an account check. Um, and there will be then decided how your content is actually graded. They call it grading. And there's a certain grade between A uh, to D. And uh, within that, you then obviously see the room of improvement that the ABS is telling you on either improving your content when it comes to images, uh, when it comes to certain product descriptions on certain ASINs, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, they like to call it IDQ, which is uh, item data quality. And this is more or less the word that they use for content improvement. Okay. And so it's making sure, so if I hear you well, the, the, 
one of the big targets is really making sure the content part is really uh, really good quality. Is, are they selling other, other things when they're selling it? Are they selling other types of services? Like do, do they include advertising, for example, or other aspects of cataloging or, or like uh, opening cases or helping with solving uh, other issues? Yeah, of course. There's there's um, there's a, a specific service booklet that uh, AVS by now has created, um, and there's five certain pillars uh, that fall under that. Um, and one of them is, of course, also the logistics side. So um, there will be uh, support coming when it comes to uh, to chargebacks, to shortage claims. Um, so there's a much quicker and shorter. Um, I would say support channel uh, in order to reach out and um, to get those big issues, I would say, because a lot of brands actually, their main issues are chargebacks or shortage claims to get this solved uh, much quicker. So that's also um, another aspect. Um, another one that I like to highlight um, is the deals aspect. So um, Amazon, of course, has the big Amazon days, uh, which are Black Friday, the Prime Day, even Easter, etc. And um, Due to having an ABS, you 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 might have um, um, you you might have the ability to to change certain deals quicker to actually uh, have the chance of manually manually adjusting deals and choosing a, a deal day. So there's there's definitely benefits to it uh, uh, in that regard as well. Okay, and do they like on the advertising side? Do they handle? Do they do anything with advertising or not at all? Um, advertising, not as much. Uh, what the AVS does is they do support on creating a brand store, uh, for example, but when it comes to actual advertising, there's no support uh, in that regard. Okay. And uh, I understand they have a very strong process uh, or very uh, like a detailed uh, process on how they're, they're solving things with different pillars and, and, uh, and a whole set of uh, data and metrics they, they are following and, and they're focusing on, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's correct. I mean, uh, by now there's tons of tons of AVS tools that are specifically created uh, in order to measure certain KPIs in order to give out uh, certain reports to the vendors um, in order to dive deep in order to solve uh, problems quicker. So there's, um, like I said before, there's a huge uh, booklet that is being expanded uh, almost every day, I would say with new tasks that a vendor can choose from, which is, uh, in my opinion, definitely a pro um, on the AVS side. Okay, and like one flaw of the vendor system when you compare it to the seller system and that you have access to much less data. Like on seller central, you get access to a lot of data and on the vendor side, much less. Does having access to AVS give you access to more data? Like, are they able to share more insights about your real conversion rate, for example, or, or what's happening or your traffic on your pages or what, how you're doing compared to your benchmarking, your direct competition or things like that? Do you have access to that? Yes. So there's definitely a benefit in, in spending again, that money on an AVS because you do have the insight knowledge. You do have, uh, like specified tailored uh, reports that AVS is getting that AVS can also tailor to uh, to brands, um, sub-brands, etc. So you do have that that uh, extra notch of uh, service 
that will support you and help you uh, on growing for sure. Yes. And, but like, if you're looking to have a bit of uh, granular details about uh, data available, would, would they, would they provide that? Or it's like, it's still because if you look at ARA or even ARA premium inside vendor central, the data you get is sometimes is not very precise or it's very generic. Uh, and whereas on the seller side, you could go very granular. Does the AVS will help you to get that kind of granular information or is it still a bit uh, not as vague? Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, it definitely gets much, much better and much granular by the day. I would say that the AVS gives you more uh, detailed reports um, than a vendor manager if you would have reached out to him. Um, and there's ASIN breakdowns and specific KPIs um, that you can actually ask for and get a report on as well. Okay. So we've, we've uh, spent a bit of time on the, on the pro side on why it makes sense. So it makes sense mm -hmm. to build the foundations. It makes sense to get access to more data and to get uh, like support to uh, be able to uh, start your, your journey on Amazon. Let's say, if I understand well, what would you say yeah. are, are the likes, the things, the weaker side of, of the, of the program or put it another way, in which cases it makes less sense for you to have an AVS? Um, so I think you always have to consider certain factors. And one of them is, again, I'm, I'm going back to foundation. Once, once you have set your foundation, which is usually done after uh, the first half year, maybe a maximum of year, you will have to evaluate and see if, um, if it makes sense to invest into that abs if it's if it's worth the, uh, the cost versus the opportunity uh, more or less once you have created um, the foundation or if it might be uh, worth uh, investing rather into uh, advertising than spending that money into abs because the more you grow the the more expensive the abs will get as well so uh, it can vary and of course the first year you might only have an abs for one market whereas the second year Amazon will try to sell you and pitch uh, the Paniu um, ABS, which then uh, almost doubles in price. And is it is it a fixed price or is it a percentage of, of the vendor sales? Uh, it was a fixed price at the beginning and it now actually is moving more and more to a percentage uh, to a accrual. Um, uh, so yeah, it, it was it in the past and now uh, they're trying to... Uh, move especially for the bigger uh, brands into a percentage. And are you able to share what kind of percentage that, that could be or that very can really be random? Um, yeah, that can, that can, that can uh, vary quite a lot. Uh, it can, it can be between 10 or I would say two to 10%. Okay. So, so depending on the vary. size of the vendor. Exactly. Okay. exactly. Yeah. So it can probably be several hundreds of thousands. Uh, in terms of, of uh, budget? Yes, I mean, it can even reach a million plus if you want. Okay. So depending, it, it's it's quite uh, quite expensive. And um, yeah, that, that's for example, one of the cons that I would like to highlight is that there's on for certain vendors as well, uh, a little bit of headcount still missing or um, the argumentation is not always there in order to um, to make sure that the vendor has the full support. Uh, so again, this leads me to the point of saying, 
is it worth it investing that much money for maybe only getting one AVS? Whereas you could have for 800K a year, you could have invested it in maybe six to seven, maybe eight plus uh, people internally and actually build the Amazon team for your brand. So um, yeah, it's always cost versus opportunity. And would they share any like ROI kind of number? Like saying is, is there any uh, conscious of uh, what would be the return on investment on, on such an exercise internally or not really? Because my idea and why I'm asking that is how could, would that compare with, uh, you know, search advertising or even display advertising, which we were talking yeah. about last week with Mark and, where you could easily get a four to one return on investment on, on ad search advertising and one or two to one with, with display advertising. How, like, is, is there any metrics for that on, on the AVS side? Um, that's a topic that is um, quite tough to measure um, because again, it also depends on, on, the, on the vendor that is uh, enrolling. Some vendors will have exceptional growth the first year because they they needed uh, that that foundation to be built and uh, they were quite weak on Amazon before and of course you will see a four to one five to one return on investment whereas others you might only see uh, yeah one to one point five uh, depending of course on the size and uh, how the content is etc cetera, etc cetera. so okay. it varies quite a lot. Makes and all, yeah, you're right. It's like any, and as an agency, we know that that any effort, like the, the amount of time you spend to help a company grow on Amazon, the return on investment is subject to the competitive environment, to the brand itself, to uh, like their product availability and many things. So it's it's probably difficult to say so, uh, but for the advertising also uh, to a certain extent. Uh, um, yeah. One additional question: Would you say there is a um, uh, like uh, a point where it makes sense in terms of how big your account is in terms of sales, and a point where it doesn't make sense? And on the other side of a point where it makes sense in terms of the AVS cost, and at one point does it become too expensive and it and it's not reasonable? Yeah. Yeah. Um, from what I can share, I can tell you that. Um, I would recommend it always to uh, to vendors that have at least 1 million uh, euros slash dollars of sales on Amazon. Uh, below that, it In COGS or in, in like in, in uh, COGS sales? Sales out or? Yeah, okay. Sales out, yeah. Um, so before that, it, it doesn't really make any sense because it would lead, literally eat up 30 to 40% of your actually, uh, of your uh, money money sold um, on Amazon. So, um, and when it doesn't make any sense anymore, again, this is a tough one. Um, it can, it can be, uh, quite a great success, but AVS is very dependent on the person itself, on the person that you get assigned. So, um, some, some brands will, will stick with an AVS for many years, even if they don't see, uh, improvement on sales, but maybe improvement on a logistics side. So my recommendation on that is that depending on your your uh, brand's need or your company's need always make sure that you uh, you give your um your need over to the vendor manager when it comes to choosing the avs in the first place because you might you might need support and or you might need somebody more focused on the advertising but your vendor manager is assigning you uh, avs 
expert that is um, uh, very strong on logistic, which doesn't really help you that much. So always make sure that you, um, yeah, you raise your voice when it comes to choosing AVS and making the right decision. And can you like meet your potential AVS or ABSs? Uh, can you have like an interview or, or have a discussion with them or pick them? Is there a recruitment process or not at all? Unfortunately not. There's, there's no recruitment process. You can raise your voice and say what you want, but at the end it's up to uh, Amazon and um, the AVS uh, team leads that will assign it because it also uh, depends on the capabilities on uh, yeah, the volume that they already have assigned to that specific person, etc. So as usual, Amazon is very flexible, but mostly to end consumers. Um, so yeah, I, I get that. Uh, we have a question about AVS, Amazon Alexa developer or Amazon ads. So like it, do you know if there is any AVS helping on the Alexa side or like on voice recognitions and like voice recognition keywords and things like that? Uh, unfortunately there's not. Um, I know that there's uh, ABS Essential, which is a very basic level of ABS that can support on that. Um, but there's no, no specific ABS service for um, Alexa services or anything that has uh, something to do with Alexa. And, and for Amazon advertising, you said that the only part which is really supported is the brand store which yes. could be part of content, we could say. Uh, but for the advertising itself, per se, they're, they're not helping like to do uh, uh, campaigns or, or anything else or, on the AV. Because they are linked to the retail teams and not to the advertising team, right? Exactly. So they're linked to the retail teams. And what they can do is, this is kind of insight that I'm giving you, is that um, they can, of course, pull keywords, do, do a certain... Um, certain reports as well uh, if you grant them the access because they will not have any access to your advertising uh, account. So if you grant them the access, then they of course can create certain um, certain reports on that, but there will be no uh, creating um, campaigns, etc., anything like that. Okay, uh, very clear. Um, and uh, so, I understand that you say, okay, if you're below than 1 million, uh, that probably doesn't make sense. And in terms of uh, checking how much you're spending, it's difficult to give a, a real insight depending on uh, how much you're generating or if the RRI is good or not. It's probably how your relationship with the AVS is going and if you, you feel that you're getting a good service rate. Exactly. If you feel that you're getting a good value, um, and it makes sense for you uh, to keep that internal um, process going, that internal support, that quicker support on specific topics, then it's definitely recommendable. Um, but on the other side, what I can say is that AVS itself is a, is a role that has a very fast turnover. So um, very good AVS, uh, AVSs sorry, uh, do not tend to stay in, in that role for a long time. Um, so this is one of my cons that I would highlight is that uh, there's always a, a certain inconsistent uh, inconsistency when it comes to AVSs because once you're on the roll and you you've done your job uh, for the first year, the AVS might change and you're spending two to three months of explaining what you've been working on the past year to the new AVS and this is a little bit of a time waste. 
Um, so this is one of my cons uh, when it comes to ABS. But yeah, like like you said, um, if if uh, a company uh, enjoys that person uh, and likes to continue to work with them, always keep in mind that it might change from one day to another and that ABS will be pulled uh, to a different role. Mm, yeah, okay. So um, I was wondering, like, if you start, everything goes well, or even everything doesn't go well, and after some time, let's say three months, six months, one year, you feel that you're not getting much out of it because you, the foundations, like you said, were, were set, and you feel like it's not working. Is it easy to get out, or is it like a very strong contract? Um, so once you sign, you sign. So there's, there's no way of getting out for at least a year. Um, but then after the year you will, or most likely three, four months in advance, you are going to start renegotiating already for the next year, renegotiating the terms, seeing if you can, if you will upgrade or not, if you, if you like your ABS, uh, if you want to change on that side, etc. Uh, but unfortunately there is no uh, way out once you say, uh, I'm signing. So it's then, each uh, time it's a, for one year, like you can't exactly. get a, like a three months. Uh, no, out. you can't, and there's also no no clause or so that will tell you. Okay, if you're unhappy after the first three months, you can uh, let it go. No, unfortunately, that doesn't happen because sometimes what um, the ABS service actually does is they have to hire. They have to hire specifically for um, uh, for you. So um, um, this is a, a key key role because those roles are not Amazon funded. They're more or less vendor funded roles. So what happens with that guy once the AVS quits after three months? Yeah, poor Amazon. They will have to pay for it. Yeah, I get it. Um, and we don't want that. Like, uh, so <laughs> two, uh, two tricky questions, like um, naughty questions. The first one is like, uh, we know that for the vendor manager, they will look at your how much um, money they're making with brands and they're factoring in everything like all the co-ops uh damage allowance everything the logistics costs the costing they're getting everything and will uh and just tell me if you can't answer that but would they uh include the avs uh support that the money they're getting into the brands uh basically profit they're making or or like the uh, PNL of that brand, or is it very separate? Meaning that if you stop the AVS and let's say you were paying a hundred thousand, just for the example, would they would it uh, on their reporting look like they were missing a hundred thousand in terms of margin on that brand, or not so? Or it's two sing separate things. Are we talking about uh, internal reporting, or yeah, like because when you have discussion with vendor managers, typically they would say, okay. Uh, because they tend to benchmark you with other brands of the same category and say, okay, yeah. compared to the others, your our margin is significantly lower. Like typically they always say that, but it can be in some cases, okay, when we're making less money because you know buy box prices are down, whatever. And they say, okay, we, we need to have better terms to, you know, to get to a profit level we want to be and to be par as par with the other uh, brands of the category. And when, and they have they factor in a lot of like all the costs into that sort of PN brand PNL I would say mm -hmm. 
And would they include the AVS inside of it? And meaning that if you would stop with that, they would expect to get make that money back again in another way, like in extra terms or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you from what I can share is that no, they um, they do not include that. Uh, vendor managers do have their certain goals. Um, AVS is one of them, and um, AVS is set up as an agreement. So AVS is a separate agreement that once you sign, it's there and you pay it either as a accrual or as a fixed. Um, and once you leave after a year, there, there will be no, no difference of uh, any kind that you are mentioning. Um, so in order to answer uh, your point, definitely not. I mean, uh, what I can tell you is that uh, uh, I, I lost actually the word for it. Um, so no, let's 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 keep it at that because I don't want to go too deep into uh, inside uh, knowledge. Um, that no, it it doesn't. It's separate. Okay, yeah, that's uh, separate. And I had the another question which which also left me. So you're you're <laughs> you're you're okay for now on on that part. So if if we try to summarize, like it's great for foundations uh it you need to be careful about the the cost versus what, what you're getting uh, and you yeah. Can, yeah and you need to have a good relationship or get to uh know very well with the avs and if it doesn't work you need to like prepare once your the the anniversary of the contract is coming to probably have a discussion to stop it uh and uh and to probably use the the money differently now I have a question on that is today uh, as with knowing what you know and you have someone say okay I have a hundred thousand in my pocket uh, mm -hmm. and I have a choice either I, I pay for an AVS or I spend that money on advertising and not let's not put another agency in the play let's let's say we're not yeah. they're not trying to find a, an agency which would be much cheaper than AVS but that's another story what would you say, would you say that it makes more sense to invest in advertising and to generate more traffic to your page or that it still makes a lot of sense to, to do AVS? Um, from, from what I would say is definitely that, um, again, what we said at the beginning, definitely make sure to, to, to see if, if there is any opportunity for the AVS, if there is room for your, your brand to, uh, improve when it comes to content, when it comes to logistical issues, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, if this is already solved, then I see a much higher return on investment when it, uh, when it comes to spending your money on advertising for sure. Okay. So it's really depending on where you are on, on that curve. Uh, yes, of, of, exactly. Uh, where you are in that timeline, I would say, uh, when it comes to that investment and, um, I actually rem uh, remembered what I was uh, planning to say on the point before uh, when you were saying if it makes sense. And what I wanted to say is that uh, when it comes to profitability issues on that point, um, they tend to, or vendor managers tend to ask for um, other agreements in order to close that gap. So there's other agreements or other funding that they will ask for that has nothing to do with that uh, ABS contract in order to um, argue for that, hey, we are, we are not profitable or we're losing there, the margins are too small. So there's other agreements that will be negotiated, again, that vendor managers have certain goals for, but will try to pitch it uh, to you. 
So that's something that I uh, that came okay. back to my mind. But it, it does make a difference if they're not including AVS costing in the profitability of, of your account. It does yeah. make a, a, a big difference because we know how they're sensitive about, you know, if if uh, their margin, if your prod goes crap, can't return any profit, uh, and that the system stops to buy, uh, then that means if you have a crap product, even if you have an AVS and you're paying for AVS, you still have to revise the the cost of the products, right? Yes, yes, hundred percent. Okay, there will be issues of crap uh, for sure, and the AVS will will definitely need to take care of that. And uh, if you were to, to uh, compare today between uh, what an agent, say you've got a very good idea now of what an agency like e-commerce mm -hmm. is, is offering and, and AVS, how would you make a fair uh, assessment of what, you know, the pros and cons of, of the two and how you would more go for AVS and when you would go more for the agency type of support? Um, the, the pro, of course, um of having an AVS is that you have that internal uh, internal support that can uh, escalate and support on certain cases much much quicker, which is uh, a great con a, a great a great pros. Pros, I'm sorry. <laughs> so um, and then on the other side, uh, which is again in a much cheap, uh, cheaper service uh, most of the time, um, what an AVS does. Amazon agencies do as well in terms of account management and uh, opening up cases, supporting on logistical uh, issues, etc. So, um, yeah, you have to you have to evaluate and see what actually makes sense for your business at that time. Um, if you have an urgent need, if you actually need somebody on the inside that can uh, get things done much much quicker, or if you rather save uh, some money um, and go with more or less the same. Uh, focus to an Amazon agency. Okay. And um, is there uh, like specifically I'm uh, on the advertising side, I'm uh, because it's a, it's a very big uh, part. So like big companies tend to have uh, like advertising agencies doing the advertising and then they would then split and then use an AVS uh, to support basically their teams who do, who know less about uh, Amazon, right? That's how, like my experience of bigger brands tend to do. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. That uh, th this is definitely the case. And um, you, you brought up a good point with Amazon advertising is that this is, for example, one good pro for an agency that uh, will go much deeper into advertising that supports into uh, in that advertising bucket as well, whereas the AVS doesn't. So that would be a con. And one thing we didn't talk about, and if anybody, you can send us the questions you have uh, as we've gone over the normal time we have the discussion, but do send your, your invites, uh, your not invites, sorry, your uh, questions. Uh, and actually that was a buzzword of my question. Uh, how do you get, <laughs> how do you get uh, invited to, to AVS? Is it something you can opt in? How, how does that work? Uh, so number one, usually the vendor manager approaches you once uh, you are seen on his more or less uh, pipeline and you're making enough sales, um, you automatically get approached. Uh, other than that, it's a very exclusive program and um, it's by invite only, of course, usually by, uh, the vendor manager of that uh, product category that then invites you or 
will approach you in order to discuss this topic. And you would, uh, it, so if you're interested or you think it, it's a good fit for you as the vendor, you would sort of probably ping your vendor manager saying, okay, can, can you set me up with AVS? That, that, is it possible that yeah, Amazon I mean, say, it, no, we're not interested? Um, I, I would say I, I highly doubt that. Um, and, uh, I don't know many cases where the vendor actually, uh, went to the vendor manager and said, Hey, please set me up with AVS. Uh, usually it's the other way around. So, um, they will start pitching it to you. They will send you information and then, yeah, it, it all evolves. Okay. I have a question here. Can you tell differences between ads, AVS and DSP? It's three different programs. It's that's a question. Is it three different programs? Ads, AVS and DSP. So I, I would say search DSP and AVS. The difference between, um, I mean, there, there is no, there is no AVS that uh, specifically does ads. So, so yeah. Um, and the difference, so ads in, in Amazon, you've got two types of advertising. One is search advertising, which is a, the one everyone can do. And you've got DSP, which we talked about last week again. And, DSP is uh, like programmatic advertising and AVS is Amazon vendor services where you can get support, but it's more on the content side. They don't do neither ads or DSP, which are, which is a different team of Amazon, which is Amazon advertising Correct. where they, they give uh, support. So it's, it's uh, three totally different programs with uh, yes. like ads, uh, search and DSP in the same team and AVS is in the retail team. And then you have yeah. another team, which is marketplace for sellers. So that's a different from the Amazon galaxy. Um, so if you have any other questions, uh, please do uh, put in the chat or the Q and a uh, box. Um, I remember having discussions with uh, larger brands and which they were feeling they were not getting an, uh, like enough for their money and that the, uh, and they were saying that the bottleneck was uh, that the support needed to talk to ask questions to vendor manager and the vendor manager didn't have time neither for them nor for the, for the AVS. And that they said it was a, a, a bottleneck. So how do you, how would you uh, probably address that kind of issue? So uh, unfortunately that could be sometimes the case for sure. Uh, it depends on the vendor manager and how busy that uh, vendor manager is because there's certain, things that AVS can do uh, themselves. Uh, but there's, of course, others such as vendor negotiation uh, that the vendor manager actually has to do with the brand and the AVS can't. Um, so, yeah, like I said, the AVS can do is, has a limited amount of doing. And there's also other, um, other teams that the, uh, the AVS will unfortunately have to reach out to if it's a logistical issue, if it's a deals issue even. There's certain deals teams, there's certain logistical teams that again, uh, will take up uh, time and wait time until you actually get the problem resolved. Okay, that uh, makes sense. So in that case, when, when the, I mean, the, in this case, that you could probably ask yourself if, if the AVS makes uh, like, is worth it? Because if it's, if he's only funneling questions to the vendor manager, you probably can do it yourself and you don't need exactly. someone in between. Okay. Yeah, definitely, definitely make sure that, um, you hire or you get an AVS for the right uh, topics and the right need as this, uh, as what we just explained is uh, not the right one. 
but maybe it could be um, content improvement or uh, deal setup, uh, things like that, creating a deals promotion calendar for, for the year. So when you, when you, when you actually think about getting in, uh, getting into an ABS, make sure that um, they send you enough information. They send you the service booklets with the five, uh, they call it pillars. Um, um, and from there you can kind of like pick and choose what you actually need. Okay. And as a parting sort of wisdom, uh, uh, concept, the idea would probably be if I get you well is when you're like, you're a large brand, you, you will do more than a million. So like a couple of millions, uh, yeah. and you want to get started and to get start to go the, there's, quickest way to get started is probably to use AVS because with their connection, they will probably be quicker than an agency. That's what it yes. did. Um, and then use it to build the foundations and perhaps after that, stop spending that money to invest in. Maybe if you still need help, go to a more affordable a solution with an agency or something and then invest into advertising or other things or giving better deals. Is that would, would that be something you, you think a good strategy I, I would I, yes i would definitely back that up um once you've settled and uh you you've found, uh, created and built your foundation and you've gained um even some more knowledge on on amazon itself on certain topics um then it's definitely a much better investment to uh, spend it onto advertising um than an abs for a second or third year Okay, cool. Well, that. thank you very much for all of that. If anybody else has got you. Uh, any questions, this is the time. Otherwise, we are uh, spot on with our 45 minutes uh, session. And uh, I think it seems nobody has uh, no more questions. If you have any questions, you can reach out on ecommerce.com or on LinkedIn or per email. Thank you very much, everyone. Have a great evening and see you next week for another webinar. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everyone. Bye. Bye.